Hi there and welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you every week answering a question to help you raise a confident and caring young kid who respects themselves and the people around them. And the question for this week is, my five-year-old and two-year-old boys are going through a phase where they think all things related to bums and genitals are hilarious. My five-year-old, oh, I finally come to accept this as developmentally normal. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Very normal. But I'm concerned about a couple of things. My five-year-old likes to play with his penis and wave it at me and his brother every time he is naked, including at the pool. Of course, two-year-old follows suit. So we break this up into home and swimming pool. At home, when there are two or three people involved in an interaction, there is always an opportunity to think about consent. So in this situation, you are thinking about um, your own consent because he's obviously happy to wave his penis around. He's, you're not making him do that, so his consent is fine. What about you? Do you feel confident and happy enough that that is a normal everyday thing and you don't mind seeing it? If you don't mind seeing it, then there's really no issue. He could run around and wave his penis at whatever he wants to do until he gets sick of it and he will get sick of it. Remember things to do with novelty or if kids are getting a reaction to something, it's more likely that they're going to do it more and more often. So if you're not comfortable with it, then it's an issue about your own consent and you need to look after yourself. So there's a few ways you can do that at home. You can say to him, sit him down when he's not doing it, find a completely neutral time and say, look, um, I need to talk to you about something. I've got um, a problem and I need your help. And you can say like, um, you have a penis and I um, don't really like being in a house where someone is waving their penis at me. Um, so let's work out when you can do some penis waving and I don't have to see it. And then you need to brainstorm some different sort of solutions. He may say, well, how about mum when I wave my penis around? Um, I tell you that I'm going to do it and you can turn your back and I can say, tell me when you're finished that sort of thing. Or you may organize a specific time during the day that he does it. Um, maybe before the bath, you can say, okay, it's penis waving time and make a joke out of it. Make it lighthearted and sort of a bit of fun. And um, you may find that when it becomes a normal everyday part of life, he's less sort of interested in doing it because it does sound a little bit like because the question is very long, I didn't read it all out, but it sounds like he enjoys getting a little bit of shock value out of it. So there is that. So we've talked about your own consent. Next thing is um, we can use basic parenting techniques. If you actually don't mind that he does it, but you just, you know, want him to get on with things, or maybe you are not particularly keen for your two-year-olds to be doing it, like there could be a vast number of reasons why you're not comfortable doing it. Then you can use a distraction um, like you would when they had toddlers and um, they wanted an orange. I want an orange. I want an orange. And it's a big tantrum and it's shockingly difficult. And um, we could use distraction like saying, oh, oh my goodness, it's almost time for Teletubbies. We need to get home and start talking about everything else except the O-R-A-N-G-E word. <laughs> oh, look, there's a duck. Oh, look, there's a seagull. And we distract our kid away from doing whatever that thing is that is causing problems. And you can certainly use distraction as a technique for this. Um, you need to be comfortable. 
you need to be comfortable. It's really important that you're comfortable. And I would illustrate that there are a lot of different cultures in a lot of different family homes. I grew up because I grew up in Australia. In Australia, in the 70s anyway, there was a great freedom about children and nudity and it would not be unusual um, to see children running around the swimming pool completely naked. And um, certainly in our family, even when my kids were small, if we were home in Melbourne, it would be a normal everyday thing for the kids to be running around naked in the backyard. Um, and so every family culture is going to be different uh, like that. And it's something that we can choose. Our family culture, our nudity is something we can choose. We certainly need to take into account our, um, our background and how we are raised and our level of comfort around nudity. But the more comfortable we are generally around nudity, the more comfortable um, we can be when we're then confronting our kids about the interface or the joining up between um, what our family culture is about nudity and the public culture around nudity. And that's what sounds like is happening for you in the swimming pool. So again, we need to bring our kid and collaborate with them about the problem that's going on. Because at the moment, what you have noticed is that he is doing this action with his genitals and there are other people around. And in the culture in which we live, your take on it is that the people are not comfortable and so he needs to stop the behavior. So it could actually be that you sit down and you talk about how, okay, so, you know, there are different rules for home and there are different rules for the pool and talk about what the rules are. You might even want to draw pictures or call a meeting. Um, young kids sometimes like to really be involved in a meeting because it's an adult thing and call a meeting about um, the pool and the rules and how you can help him. Um, have fun at the pool and at the same time keeping everyone safe and following the rules of the pool and the rules of the world in which we live or the culture in which we live or whatever it is. One story for you before I go and this is about collaborating with children to set limits. My sister has a four-year-old and a two-year-old now but when her um, she had a one-year-old and a three-year-old she loved going to the Melbourne Zoo. If you're ever in Melbourne tourist tip for you here. The Melbourne Zoo is really great. It's a good day out for kids and families. And what was happening was as her younger son, Razzie, started to walk, when they would go to the zoo, if Razzie ran off and her daughter ran off, both at the same time, my sister was left with a, like, she couldn't keep both kids safe. And that was a real problem. And what it meant was she wasn't able to go to the zoo. So one day she sat Ari, her daughter, down and said, Ari, I really miss going to the zoo with you. I love going to the zoo, but I have a problem because when I take you to the zoo, if you and Razzie both run off in different directions, I can't keep you both safe. So um, I would love to start going with, to the zoo with you again. How do you think we could solve this problem? And she brought her into the problem. And Ari said, well, maybe I could stop running away. And Hannah, my sister, said, that would be really great. And how about if Razzie runs away, I say to you, Ari, Razzie's running away, let's go. And we could both chase him together. And Hannah was telling me this story this morning and she said, Ari hasn't run away at the zoo since. And that system works very well. And the reason it works well is because Ari had an opportunity to buy into the solution. She was able to have some involvement in it and create that solution and that strategy with my sister Hannah. One final thing to say, some of these problems that we face to do with genitals and bodies and puberty, 
basic everyday parenting strategies work just the same with sensitive conversations as they do with conversations about running away or keeping our kids selves safe in the supermarket or all those other things. So I find that super duper exciting. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I have answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young kid who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.